0: life insurance for a buy sell agreement and it requires legal uh, documentation and legal assistance but also requires a savvy life insurance agent or a savvy certified financial planner who is niched and knows how to create these agreements for all parties best interest in mind make sure your
1: retirement can stand up to anything that comes its way it's time for badass retirement How to be financially fearless with Jose Sanchez, C.F.P. Hey,
2: everybody. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's Badass Retirement with Jose Sanchez and myself. How to be financially fearless. And we're going to talk life insurance this go around. Now, don't click off just yet. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Sometimes we say life insurance and people kind of go, but we're going to talk about reasons maybe to at least ponder life insurance on this go around. Jose, what's going on, my friend? How are you?
0: Hey, doing good. I am teed up here with Kona Coffee. And, you know, so we're getting ready to talk about, uh, you know, life insurance. But really, it should be called death insurance.
2: You know why they don't do that? Because who would buy it?
0: (laughs) Right? If it was called... It's important, right? It and is myself. I don't sell life insurance, right? I used to. I, I did. That's how I cut my teeth in this business. Okay. I realized that I I didn't really enjoy this process of selling. I enjoy the process of, edu- of education and information and being that spot in your blind spot. Gotcha. But life insurance is very, very important, Mark. Yeah. And you know, understanding that upon your demise, life goes on without you is something that needs to be acknowledged and and talked about, even though. We don't want to talk about it.
2: Yeah, you know, and I think that's cool that we're we're addressing that on the podcast. It's not something that, you know, a lot of times people think, Oh, well, you're you're probably pushing something, you know. And yes, I I mentioned things like make sure you reach out to Jose if you've got questions because he's a certified financial planner. He's a CFP. You know, all these kinds of things that we need to do anyway. But it's still nice that we're able to have a conversation where it's like, hey, I don't sell life insurance, but it is it's potentially a good tool in the toolbox. If nothing else, look at it that way. Because too often I think people go into the financial planning realm when they're trying to get a plan put together, they're trying to think about their retirement future, and they say, I don't want to talk about X, Y, or Z, and they close themselves off to something that could maybe help them. So don't do that, right? Just have an open mind at least until you get the
0: information. No, it it goes back to holistic financial planning. If you're not allowing your certified financial planner to review your situation holistically, Mm -hmm. Then, you know, one or two things are going to happen. One, they're going to disengage and they should disengage because you don't want to have somebody giving you a prescription without diagnosing you fully. Sure. Or two, they're going to give you bad information that is not reviewing all angles. And I think that having somebody that is going to review your situation, even talk about those difficult things like death, like the need for long-term care or long-term mm-hmm. care planning right. and those positive thing- things like having your 50th anniversary or a significant trip for your family or your mortgage bonfire, which is pretty cool. If you've ever had somebody pay off their mortgage and do a bonfire, it's pretty cool, Mark. Uh, oh, yeah, I've heard well, about those that. Those types of things would be a yeah. lot of fun, right?
2: yeah. That's cool. Well, again, so on this episode, we're going to just talk about reasons to at least ponder it. Uh, you know, often we think about, well, once the kids are out, of the house, especially for our demographics, so we say, okay, well, over 50, I probably don't need life insurance. Kids are out of the house. I don't need it. You know, they're fully grown or whatever the case is. And a lot of times we think about having it when we're younger and we've got young kids. And that way, if we passed away that our, our spouse unexpectedly, our spouse has still has the income and yada, yada, yada. But we're going to talk about some other ways that it could, again, could be potentially beneficial. So let's start with that income replacement. Because that's the same. That's the main goal. People think of it anyway, Jose, again, like if you're younger and you passed away, but it might be useful for a retired person as well.
0: Yeah. So, you know, with income replacement, we got to start off with the basics and, and often employers offer uh, life insurance as part of a benefit. And sometimes it's free and other times you have to pay for additional coverage. And with certain employers, it may increase, it might be very inexpensive early on, but it may increase later on. So having your own insurance policy might be something savvy and also might tee you up for having a insurance policy into retirement.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because you're you know, if you lose when you lose a spouse, right, we we know that we're gonna lose Social Security. We're going to lose one of them, right? You're going to get the larger of the two. Uh, If there was a pension and you didn't select right, you may lose that pension income as well. So it's another way to possibly replace some income because the, the whole idea of, well, We'll just you know we're gonna need less when we lose our spouse in retirement because there's less of us. I think is a weird notion and a bit of a myth anyway because who wants to go backwards or alter their lifestyle in retirement even once they've lost a spouse? You know it's not like the you're buying as many clothes or eating as much food when there's the two of you versus just the one. So you're still gonna basically have the same type of lifestyle and the same type of economic needs overall. So it's a great way to think about it as income replacement. What about from an estate standpoint, Jose? Like that liquidity. Aspect.
0: Well, let, let's back up on this sure, uh, yeah, go ahead. on this maximization of, of pension because that's really important, right? Because you know, having life insurance for the right reasons, having life insurance with purpose is very important. And often individuals, especially in our area in the Southwest, right? We have a lot of lab employees, federal employees, we have a lot of state employees, and they have pensions. And the pension, you know, has a couple of options. And one of those options might be to take the highest amount with no spousal benefit. And If you're thinking about doing that, you may be wise to make sure that you have income replacement, a income replacement strategy, if you meet your demise before your spouse does. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm going to point the finger back at us us males. We (laughs) tend to live a shorter life than our female counterparts. And so, you know, if we have that pension and we choose to have you know, typically it's option A where we get the most out of the pension, mm-hmm. but upon our demise, there is nothing. If we choose that, having life insurance is a gift from the grave, right? Choosing that pension maximization strategy is what it's called. Often insurance agents will will talk about that when they're selling it, uh, is something savvy that may work for you, right? And if you're insurance coverage is too costly, it might not work for you. Option B or C or D from the pension where your spouse is going to get the equal or a similar or some amount may be the best strategy. So income replacement and planning appropriately utilizing a tool like life insurance is something to consider.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great point. So I'm glad you we kind of went you know, down that extra little rabbit hole, if you will. So let's go ahead and move to the estate liquidity. Now, can you kind of highlight a few uh, bullet points for us in that avenue for life insurance?
0: Yeah, that's absolutely. So, you know, when upon your demise, if you need to pay for things, maybe the estate taxes, right? If you have a large estate and you have to pay estate taxes, if you have life insurance, you might be able to pay those estate taxes out of the out of the death benefit. Now, if you don't have life insurance, or you don't have enough liquid assets. You're going to have to sell. You're to, your executor executrix is going to have to sell those assets to pay for that obligation. So, having the liquidity and planning appropriately for your demise, especially if you have estate taxes, is going to be something that is you're needing to address. Gotcha. Okay. Uh,
2: and, uh, you know, again, life insurance can help provide that coverage for some of those bills if that is the case. So, again, it could be something that is potentially a, a useful tool. Now, yeah,
0: absolutely. And and the other thing about life insurance is that in most cases, and we'll talk about a situation where it might not be later on, but in most cases, the proceeds or the death benefit is tax-free, right? So that is something to kind of add to this whole situation is that the death benefit is tax-free, And there's not a lot of items that are tax free, but you know, in this case, you got to die to get it, right? (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do I. (laughs)
0: uh, Okay, Uh, locking in those low premiums as we
2: are younger. We all know this, right? Kind of do that when we're younger, but. Again life insurance has changed so much that there's a lot of different benefits that we tend to think of it maybe that old school way of life insurance but you might be surprised at the differences and you can maybe get better coverage for lower premiums if you know the the, the stars line up if you will
0: I'd like to say that I'm doing everything I possibly can so my health gets better but I realize that you know like my eyesight like I talked earlier uh, you know I'm not able to uh, read without reading glasses uh, unless I'm you know putting the the document or the paper or the book far away from me. Uh, you know, things are changing as we get older, and that's just reality. And and one of the things that does change as we get older is insurance gets more expensive. It gets more expensive just with age, but it also gets more expensive as our health decreases. Right? You might be super healthy. You might be a runner out there that um, is in great shape and qualify for what's known as preferred plus or preferred rating. But as you get older and uh, maybe you develop some illnesses, you may qualify for a more expensive or even rated insurance policy, uh, or you might not qualify for insurance at all. And so you know, locking those low premiums and locking in the life insurance policies is something that is savvy. And most, Mark, most life insurance policy have a guaranteed renewability, convertibility provision in them that, uh, you know, don't get rid of your life insurance just because you uh, have enough assets and and you think it's, you know, something you don't want to do without. Think about the value that they may have. Um, think about the value that it may have before you go out and buy a new policy mm, because yeah. you, you may be getting rid of something good and, uh, you know, having a good insurance agent or having a really good certified financial planner that understands life insurance yeah. may be able to give you the information that you need to See whether or not you should sell, keep, or uh, in some cases, you can actually um, sell the policy. But that's a topic for another another story. Yeah, we'll not. do that another day. Yeah. And, and so it's always good for
2: a review, too. I mean, that's part of the reviewing process is to go through the things you have or don't have and say, okay, hey, this might be an option or we don't need this or we do need this. So, that, again, that's all part of that overall process. What about the, uh, the idea of transferring family wealth? It's definitely a good tool for that. Would you agree? Okay,
0: it absolutely is after you've done certain things, Ah, right? So, okay, uh, you know, if if you hear the buzzword that's been around, I think on TikTok and social media and so forth, and it's generational wealth, creating generational wealth, and Mm -hmm. who doesn't want that? You and I both want that. All the listeners out here want generational wealth because it means number one, you're taken care of, and number two, those generations that. Follow you will be taken care of. Right. Now, you know, and this is not something new, right? It's been done probably as long as life insurance has been around. This idea of creating generational wealth by you purchasing a product is something that is, you know, needs to be proceeded with caution. But the reality, I talked about this earlier, is that life insurance is tax free. And so more bang for your dollars. Again, you have to die to receive it. Uh, there are some policies that uh, you know have this nifty thing. Again, I think uh, social media, TikTok, and and uh, and salespeople will suggest that you can be your own bank by purchasing life insurance, <laughs> right. and, and those are all um, they're not new concepts, right? And you know they may have their place for the you know upper five percent, but for the ninety-five percent of us, it's probably not the best strategy to focus on until we've knocked out the items um, that are, are a lot better. Right. And, and and so um, yeah, transfer of wealth is important and, life insurance could be a significant part of that, but, um, you know, a little bit of caution there.
2: Okay. And again, that's the whole point of the podcast, right? Is to share some information and things and say, Hey, again, this, you know, it may be something that works well. It may not. And it's like any financial tool. They're not the right fit for everybody or
0: right, Mark. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people that, um, that are listening to this podcast, you, you might be skeptical, especially when it comes to life insurance, right? You might be wondering okay what are they selling what's going on you might be skeptical understanding where everything is at and every tool and what it's for mm-hmm. is half the battle yeah having it appropriate for your situation is how to make a smart savvy decision
2: exactly yeah it's not designed for every single thing to be for every single person so it's just using the you know if you if you had an electrician come out and you wanted him to fix your light switch and all he brought was a hammer it's going to be an ugly
1: job <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, you're having the right yeah, tool. Absolutely. Yeah, right, right tool for the right job. We'll be right back to today's show in a moment. But if you're enjoying the content so far, be sure to grab copies of Jose's book, The Seven Most Powerful Words, which will teach you one simple hack to master negotiation and save money. Leaving the lab, learning a central money tool so you don't nuke your retirement and Diffuse, the seven steps to protecting your 401k from the ticking tax time bomb. These books, plus other special items to help you prepare for retirement are all part of Jose's ultimate retirement toolkit. You can get the toolkit for free by visiting the link in the show notes of today's episode or click the journey starts here button on our website, josevsanchez.com.
2: Jose, you're a business owner. What about life insurance as a need for business or a useful tool as a business succession tool?
0: All right, Mark. Say you and I were partners, right? Okay. You and I are business partners. We own 50% uh, equal shares of the company. If I die, do you want my spouse running the business? Gotcha. So. And the answer would maybe? probably be yes, because <laughs> my wife is pretty dynamic. She is known as Getting shit done. Jasmine. Uh, there you go. <laughs> she knocks stuff out. Right. And, and I apologize uh, for the uh, foul language here, but um, she's always in GSD mode, getting shit done mode. Uh-huh. She knocks it out of the ballpark. And so she you know, you might want to say, yeah, she's actually a fantastic successor to sure to our partnership.
2: Or maybe uh, maybe the spouse doesn't want it. Right. And they want they want to be bought out or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and so maybe they they don't want it. They don't have that expertise that you and I have. They don't have that desire. Mm-hmm. Or right, if my spouse passed away and I was to succeed her in business, and I'm in the grievance period, if I am just mm. not wanting to do anything, yeah, then business goes on, life goes on, and that can be very detrimental to a successful business. So, you know, having a buy sell agreement is a business strategy that I think is very savvy for business owners to make, even if it's, you know, often businesses are family owned. If they're not family owned, or if they are family owned in either situation, having a succession plan is something that needs to be addressed. And going back to how we do this, right? How do we create the funding, Mark, to buy out the other business partner or now deceased partner and possibly family members that now own the business. Yeah. How do we do that? Well, one of the tools that is part of of the financial world is life insurance for a buy-sell agreement and it, it requires legal uh documentation and legal assistance, but also requires a savvy life insurance agent or a savvy certified financial planner who is niched and knows how to create these agreements for all parties best interest in mind.
2: There you go. All right, so that another great useful tool potentially for life insurance. Now you mentioned the TikTok and the buzzwords and so on and so forth. Well, tax-free income certainly has that with life insurance. You hear these and see these all the time. Hey, with life insurance, you can you know build yourself a tax-free income. So talk to me about that portion.
0: Everybody wants to have tax-free everything, right? And there's only two places that I know in the entire tax code uh, and, and very situational that you have never tax situation, right? And so one of them uh, is the Health savings account, and you need to, um, you know, have a high deductible health insurance plan. But, you know, essentially that money can go pre tax dollars in, it's tax deferred, just like your retirement account. And then when you use it for certain situations for medical and and possibly in retirement. And by the way, Mark, you know, one of the biggest expenses in retirement Mm -hmm. is going to be your medical care. Mm -hmm. And so having this uh, war chest might be savvy. So, you know, that tax-free opportunity is fantastic. The other one is is the, you know, the, I said there's two areas that are never taxed. And one of them is if you are in the military and you go to a combat zone, you can earn money tax-free, have that earned income thrown into your Roth TSP account and essentially have that never taxed, right? And so those are the only two places everywhere else, there's always balance in the tax code, always balance in the tax code. Now we think about um, your Roth conversions. Well, you got to pay taxes now to convert it. And then it grows and you can have that money in retirement tax-free, which is a fantastic tool, fantastic thing to do. When you contribute to a Roth or to your uh, 401k Roth, you're using after-tax dollars, right? So there's always balance in the tax code. Mm, Now, when it comes to life insurance, right? Life insurance, uh that is after tax money right it is money that comes out of your pocket not of your employer's pocket but out of your pocket and so you've paid taxes on that now that money grows and if you utilize the policy certain ways you can borrow from yourself which is kind of odd right you know <laughs> why would you borrow from yourself right um, and you know you could pull money out um, but also the policy could, be self-destructive when you do that and upon your demise you might have blown up the policy and it's no longer there. Or while you're living if you blew up the policy, you might have to owe significant taxes on on what you thought was tax-free money. So buyer beware on the tax-free income when it comes to life insurance. Uh, know exactly what you're doing and what are the limits And uh, you know for high income earners, you know you have some ability to do, uh, backdoor Roth IRAs, as long as Congress allows, that might be on the chopping block. But um, you know, tax-free income is very rare. Again, two places in the entire tax code that I know, and there's always balance in the tax code. Okay.
2: All right. Well, we got one more. We're going to wrap it up this week. And again, if you've got questions about reasons that you might should get life insurance, again, as Jose stated when we started this, he doesn't sell life insurance, but you can certainly reach out to him if you've got questions or reach out to a qualified professional and talk about whether or not it's the right tool for you. And that was long-term care coverage because you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Obviously, that's another one that makes a lot of sense in having life insurance, but a lot of people worry that it's, well, it's just too expensive. I just hear that it's way expensive.
0: Yeah. If you haven't planned uh, for long-term care and purchased in your 40s and 50s, a long-term care policy, and now you're in your 70s and 80s, and you're thinking about how can I cover, you know, pay for my long-term care need. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of options when it comes to traditional long-term care policies, and there's not a lot of companies. A lot of companies they miscalculated, and uh, you know, they had to kind of close up shop. The policies that are still in uh, force will be covered, right? But uh, you know, when it comes to long-term care. Um, there's not a lot of options. And if you're much older um, and didn't make that decision earlier, then you don't have a lot of options. Now, one option is to utilize life insurance. And a lot of companies, insurance companies, have become quite savvy and they created what they call a hybrid policy, where you can utilize some of the um, cash value inside the life insurance policy for qualified long term care coverage or long term care expenses. The similar six qualifications that you need for A traditional long term care policy are very similar to these hybrid policies and being able to access that money, uh, having a a, a long term care insurance policy, life insurance policy creates a nice little war chest to address that uh, long term care need.
2: Exactly. So a lot of reasons to potentially think about this. We've given you seven different uh, ideas to ponder on reasons maybe you should consider getting life insurance. And again, as always, make sure you're talking with a qualified professional before you take any action from something you hear on our podcast or any other. You always want to check and sit down with a certified financial planner, someone like Jose, who can go through all the nuances of your individual situation. So we're going to wrap it up this week. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Badass Retirement. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Spotify, iHeartStitcher. You can find all the information. If you like just making it simple, just go to Jose's website, josevsanchez.com. That's josevsanchez.com. You can schedule a quick start meeting there at the website. Uh, Lots of good tools, tips, and resources. So go check that out. Don't forget to subscribe and catch us on next episodes as well as check out the past ones if you haven't heard those yet. Although we've just gotten started, so there's much, much more to come. Jose, thanks for hanging out with me, my friend. I appreciate your time as always, and I hope you have a great week.
0: Absolutely. You too. And. Uh you know it's been fun, and if you made it through this podcast, I think that uh, you know it says a lot about you because it was a morbid topic. And uh, <laughs> you know, I think in the future we'll have a lot more fun when we talk about uh, other significant things that are important to you. Take care and have a blessed day, my friends.
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely not the you know the the sexiest of topics, but it's an important one. So make sure you're doing the right things for yourself and your retirement and your family, and have those conversations that you need to have when it comes to your retirement journey. And you can reach out to Jose Sanchez, certified. Financial planner, again at JoseV com. This has been Badass Retirement.
1: Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Guidance, LLC, a registered investment advisor. All comments made during this podcast do not constitute specific investment, legal, or tax advice. Have a wonderful day and God bless.